and it's time for the Rural News with Kim Moody in Ototahi. And kia ora Kim, obviously more on the weather, but some farmers have escaped the worst of the snow. Kia ora Mani. yes, it's been a mixed bag of who's had snow this morning and who hasn't. In Southland, sheep and beef farmer Ben Dooley woke up to a decent dumping of three to four inches of snow. Yeah, things are pretty cold, but at the moment it is quite calm. And yeah, hopefully that one stays away. There's blue sky to one side. There's plenty of feed around, so lambs aren't too much of a concern, but uh, we did cover everything that was born yesterday afternoon. And when I had a look around this morning, there was nothing that needed covered this morning. So, yeah, things are holding up all right. Mr Dooley says his mob of 2,250 ewes are towards the end of lambing. Only about 50 are yet to lamb. There was one ewe who had two dead lambs this morning, and there was another one might have, I don't know where he is, but I can't find the dead lamb, but there's another twin might have had one dead lamb. To be fair, the way the weather is right now, it's not a concern. It's just if it starts blowing or if it gets really cold, wet rain after this, that could be a bit of an issue. So might be a few lambs to bring back in front of the fire just for an hour or two, warm them up and then put them back out there. But if it stays like this, that won't be a problem. So we'll just leave them to it. They know how to do it better than we do. Further up the South Island at Molesworth Station, farm manager Jim Ward says there's only been a dusting of snow. We just got a bit of a skiff and it's pretty even from top to bottom. Right up to sort of 4,000 feet, it's not very deep. So, um, But it was uh, minus 11 at 5 o'clock this morning and I've just got the hammer and it's minus 2 here, so it's not too bad. He says the station's 5,000 beef cattle will handle the cold just fine. We live in that environment, we live with it, not on it, so it's very much a, um, we expect this sort of thing. The beauty of... What we've got these days is really accurate weather forecast, so a week out you know what's going to happen. It's, it's really good. In the North Island, Upper was in the polar blast firing line this morning. David Hayes woke up to a few centimetres of snow on his farm just north of Masterton. He says it's just the latest bad weather event that's left already saturated pastures sodden this year, and it's starting to take a toll. We've had rain and wet conditions going all the way back to February of this year you know, 200 millimetres in an hour in February and big floods. And right through winter, you know, a series of peak flows in the river. It's just so wet. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to be in that spring flush now. So it's just it's just adding to the woes from, you know, poor pasture growth, can't get out on the farms to do the docking. Pastures are going to need, you know, rejuvenation, maybe reseeding. You know, can't get aircraft onto the egg strips because they're too wet. We're just all hanging out for um, some sunshine. David Hayes says farmers in the region are mostly through lambing now, but docking season is starting, so this cold weather and snow will cause delays. The yards are just like anything else. It's just way too wet. Everything's muddy, so it's put a halt to getting any docking done. And any shearing that's been done up till now has been you know, pretty tough to happen. And, you know, the farmers are thinking about all of the other work that they need to do from the slips to, you know, pasture re-sowing and all of the extra stuff that's going to come when it starts to dry out. David Hayes. Meanwhile, fruit growers in Otago say they have escaped the cold snap with little damage. Forecasts of negative five degrees in the region had growers worried their fruit buds would freeze and die. Manager of Clyde Orchard Chris Robb says there's a few centimetres of snow on the orchard, but the temperature didn't drop too low. He says they've dodged a bullet. It didn't really get severely cold or below any critical temperatures for us in a lot of places, you know, a lot of head scratching going on because it was a bit of a 
a situation that not many people confronted for with, you know, snow settling on trees and small fruits. So some people had their sprinklers going for a long time and some people had the windmills. But I think overall, probably throughout the whole industry, temperature-wise, not too bad. Chris Robb says some warm, clear days forecast for this weekend will help thaw everything out. People can now have their say on proposed changes to how forestry is managed. The just-released National Direction for Plantation and Exotic Carbon Afforestation Plan aims to manage the environmental effects of exotic forests, control the location of afforestation and improve wildfire management in plantations. Sully Murphy reports. Minister of Forestry Stuart Nash says the increasing carbon price, higher demand for wood products and the role forestry plays in meeting emissions reduction goals is leading to greater investment in forestry. He says if large-scale change in land use for exotic carbon forestry is left unchecked, it can negatively impact the environment and rural communities. He says giving local councils more control of where forests are planted would minimise impacts. Consultation on the plan closes at the end of next month. Some beekeepers are leaving the industry as increasing costs and dropping honey prices start to take a toll. More honey being produced and softening international demand for the products have resulted in big stockpiles of honey in New Zealand. Apiculture New Zealand Chief Executive Karen Koss says after a surge in interest in Manuka honey saw hive levels reach almost 1 million in 2019, that's dropped to around 720,000 hives this year. She expects hive numbers will continue continue to drop over the next two years. We've seen beekeepers, they've cut costs to the bone as prices have fallen, but they just can't keep cutting costs anymore. Um, We're in an environment with inflation, there's um, increased costs around diesel compliance. So it's really, really tough for beekeepers at the moment. And so not surprisingly, we are seeing people leave the industry. New Zealand's honey industry is working to trademark the term Manuka honey in various countries like the US, China, the UK, Australia and the EU. Karen Koss says if successful, only producers here would be able to use the term Manuka and it would make a huge difference for exporters. We've got about 97% of Manuka sales come from only 15 international markets. So there is room to grow, but also I think there is also some serious and ongoing investment in Manuka honey. And that um, a critical element of that is the trademark status for Manuka honey. You know, that's going to provide a lot of certainty and confidence for ongoing investment in Manuka honey. And it's also a really good platform to take our story internationally. That's Karen Koss and that's the Rural News. Koe rā te purongo o te tau whenua.